Hello everyone, Molly here. So this next episode we've got coming up for you guys now is a good one and we recorded this for you a few weeks ago so the Emily and Molly that you're about to hear are coming to you from the past. Here we are. so weird literally just before you press record I thought I'm gonna say howdy today <laughs> no joke mad but you beat me to it damn it we have been doing this enough we've been spending enough time to be the same person maybe we? that is the problem okay yeah. so let me just start with a hello 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 Hi, everyone how you feeling welcome to stupid genius, genius. stupid genius nearly forgot to introduce yourself because I got so excited by the by the, the howdy, howdy. That's, that's exciting. We've got a really exciting episode, haven't we? We do. We have a couple of amazing guests who are joining us for today's episode. They yeah. run a podcast. They um, do. Called Empty Space In Between. It's an amazing podcast. You may have heard it already because we actually uh, were guests of theirs maybe a month or two ago. Yes. Which was really fun. Was really, really fun. And it, it was, was in a pub. It was really relaxed. Yes, it was. It was much cooler than our setup. Yeah, our setup's really like clinical. <laughs> little techie nerds, like with our headphones on. Yeah, yeah. So should we do a little intro? Yeah. Before we get stuck into the episode. So um I'm gonna introduce Ryan. You're gonna introduce Sam. So these are two they're two co-hosts. Um and Ryan is a PhD researcher based out of a based out in LJMU. Oh my god. <laughs> I knew this would happen. <laughs> I knew as soon as, as Molly was like, right, you can read out Ryan's. I was like, reading? Really? Are you sure? It's all part of the fun, M. Come exactly. on, let's go again. Ryan is a PhD researcher based out of LJMU. His research area is working with clustering methods to understand what different healthy athletes' hearts look like. Outside of research, he is one half of the Empty Space In Betweens podcast, where he and his co and his co-host and his co-host Sam discuss research in a fun and easy way to understand. So great. And then Sam. <laughs> yeah, so Sam is a PhD researcher focused on multi-morbidity clustering. His work explores the social determinants of health and health service utilization within these clusters, utilizing unsupervised ML methods. Apart from his research, he co-hosts the Empty Space in Between Us podcast, which we've already mentioned, and he plays guitar and writes songs for the Liverpool band Honey Motel, who are amazing. We've they, had a little listen. They're so yeah, good. And I've uh, we'll link them below and I've added them to my playlist. So there we go. And without further ado, let's let's bring them on. Yeah. We won't be talking about their research though, sorry, sir. <laughs> you get to check them out and their research on their page. Exactly. Let's, uh, let's, let's get some stupids and some geniuses. Yeah, from them. From the from the Sam and Ryan themselves. <laughs> Fuck my <laughs> life. Right, let's go. Right, you've heard about them five seconds ago. <laughs> And they're here right now. Here they are. The magic of podcasting. Welcome, guys, to What's Super up, Genius. Man? Yeah. Hello. Hello. Nice to be here. <laughs> I want the camera to look into, Lee. Yeah. I'm looking into that one. Just look, at, look into Molly's eyes. Okay. <laughs> look into my eyes. Look into my eyes. Look into my eyes. And asleep. Extremely intense experience. Okay. Yeah. So, do you want to say who's who? I'm Ryan. And I'm Sam. So, basically, more scouts, Sam. Less yeah. scouts. Oh, Ryan. would that be right? 
Because I know yeah. there's like a, it's like pride. Scousers wear a pride. Who's more? Scouse? Yeah, but Ryan's not from Liverpool. I am. Oh, yeah, I, I am zero yeah, percent Scouse. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's but true. Just, in terms of accent. Mm. He's a bit scouse, I would say. Yeah, as far as streak, he's got zero. Yeah, <laughs> Sport Man United. Yeah. From Runcorn, Sport Man United sound like a scouser everyone hates. People always try and expand the scouse borders. Like, oh, from Liverpool, where you're from? Witness. Yeah, Runcorn. Oh, actually, that is where you're from. Isn't it? Is that, from, um, well, Runcorn, I'm over at Water. Over at Water. Is that what a wool's called? A wool isn't it? A wool, yeah. Yeah, yeah, get maps on Google if you want to type it in, like, what's a wool? And, like, it's the Liverpool city area. And, like, the red is scouse and everything else is wool. Okay, so for the listeners, because we have like the USA and stuff, like, what is a wool? What What is class as a wool? So in Liverpool... I'll take this one, Sam. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, if you're from Liverpool, it means if you're anywhere in the in like the Merseyside region, you've got a purple bin. That means you're from Liverpool. And if you're from outside of that region, but like on the periphery and sound like me, then you're a wool. Okay. So like Widnes, Runcorn, St. Ellen's... Speak, speaks classes it. Nah, speak scouts, but like it's on the board. They're a bit rogue, aren't they? They're a bit rogue. Yeah. What about rogue? Southport? Oh no, no I feel like people then. from Southport think they're scouts. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like if you go, you go abroad somewhere, and you're like, where are you from? <laughs> Liverpool. Oh, where about Southport? Southport. <laughs> and you're just like, get away from. It's me. a bit yeah. like the North South thing, you know, where Midlands are desperate to be the North. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm a Northerner. Oh, where are you from? Derby. County Derby. Yeah. But do you know what? We're digressing. We are desperate to hear. Your guy's stupid and geniuses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I would um, like Molly to go first. Well, you can give a good example. Much. Okay, so I'm going to start with, well, my stupid is actually, I had another one and then this morning I did something more stupid. So I was like, there we go. That's going to be my stupid. So um, I had to rearrange our recording for today. Sorry, guys, because I had a really exciting um, half a day workshop that came up this morning. Anyway, I like rushed to Liverpool to get here early and then sat on my laptop and I was like, oh, this is weird. Why is no one here? And then I messaged my supervisor and it's the 5th of July, guys. Not the 5th of June, which so is today. in a month's time. In a month's time. Really yeah, prepared so though. That was pretty really prepared. Just, just wait there for like a month. A calendar? Did you like calendar that in wrong or did someone else do that wrong? Or, or did it just register in the brain? It's both of those things. <laughs> because basically my supervisor asked me in person last week, she was like, oh, space has come up on this thing. Do you want to come? Yeah. And I thought it was like really short notice. And so I think I just registered when she said the fifth I think she, I thought she just meant Monday but she sent me a calendar invite and I kept accepting it and it wasn't going in my calendar and I was like this <laughs> fucking thing so I deleted it accepted it again still not there deleted it accepted it again like from the email she was probably thinking what the hell is Molly doing and it's because it must have been going into July so in the end I just put my own calendar invite and thought oh well I'll just find the zoom link on the day or thing. I've so, done that. They, these two are looking at you like, how the hell, how the hell have you done that? But Super. I do that all the time. To be fair, yeah, I, I do that all the time. See, so, I don't accept meeting invites. I just kind of leave them there. Oh, like, that's proper. No. That's proper. You role, accepted that. ours though. Yeah. How the fuck are you meant to live your life? <laughs> yeah, like how so do it, you literally well, it live? It appears, but it's like half grayed out. So I'm like, oh, uh, when it has like the dashes. Yeah. But do you so, not like it blocked out on your calendar? I, I, I'm just kind of like whatever happens to happens. be fair yeah. you're a madman you're to a be mad fair no, that, that's fucking come to bite him on your ass because we like swear in this podcast yeah of course oh, um, that's come to bite him on his backside um, on my behind yeah the dead important meeting with his supervisor this is a weekend it was at half eight in the morning and oh you shitting bastard we got, 
who rocked up to it at 20 past nine and had to give like a 20 minute presentation in like the last eight minutes and he was like well you can tell it well Well, just for some context that I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) and I've got a bigger stupid I've spilled coffee all over me can I just say it's just so ironic that you were complaining about Sam's drinking etiquette on a podcast and you've just taken a big swill of your coffee and poured it all down it's still on my face (laughs) and then swore very loudly about it (laughs) 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 and then I'm just I'm not even going to say anymore because I've just sort of ruined this well do you know what I think that leads on nicely let's go to Ryan you can share your stupid so I was I've not been quite so it's like been a mad week so I've not been quite well and I went to see Cole play on Wednesday but obviously the trains are off and that's why I had to drive absolutely it was just horrendous carnage Oh yeah, getting out. It took me like 30 minutes to get out the car park from like the Etihad, then like an hour and a half to get home from Manchester. Oh, Coldplay, did you say? Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know they were touring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so got home and like I knew there was a big meeting coming up Thursday. So I said to my supervisor, look, send me the meeting invite and I'll, I'll have a look when I get in because I had a bit of work to do on a presentation. When I got in, it was about half one and I felt horrendous. So I opened it up and I saw half nine. I was like, oh, brilliant. Like, I've got an, an extra hour because I thought it was half eight. I was like, yeah, sit up to half, it's half nine. So I can just, I'll go to bed now. I don't have to do the work on this presentation. I'll do it in the morning. So I get up and I have like some toast, a cup of tea in there. <laughs> Watching SpongeBob. Watch, yeah. And then, and then it, it gets to about so nine weird. o'clock and I'm like, right, I'll go upstairs now and I'll get this presentation on half an hour. And I sit down, open it up, and it's like, you are 30 minutes late to this big <gasps> meeting. I was like, oh, you're winding me up. So I had to text like my supervisor, Ivana. I was like, Mate, I've had a bad day. I've had a bad morning here. I've been having nice I've, lying I've, with yeah. some toast. I've uh, accidentally watched Cold Play last night. I've then spent an hour watching SpongeBob. <laughs> I've been having a bad day. Yeah. So like I was like, day. so yeah, so I showed up 40 minutes late to like this hour meeting. That's definitely worse than my stupid. Yeah. yeah. But I had a similar stupid two, week, two weeks ago where I just, com- three hours late I was to this meeting. <laughs> I completely missed it. So it happens. Oh, God. Ah, it happens. We live and we learn. Start accepting your meetings, Ryan. Yeah. I think that is the lesson know, of this story. Well, well the, the thing yeah. is, even if I'd have accepted it, I'd have still just looked at half nine and showed up at Why half nine. Why did it say half nine? Because it was half eight till half nine. Oh, so, oh, in, so, so in my like, so you just looked at the last time. time. Yeah, so obviously, because it was half one at quarter two in the morning. I'm tired. I'm yeah, not feeling well. Look the day before, yeah, it says me. Like, they didn't is- send it me until. Like, so when I left for Coldplay, they hadn't sent me the meeting invite. Right. So the first time I saw the meeting invite was at half one. Was at half one. Uh, okay, so okay. sort of not your fault. Oh, okay. it's definitely my fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Emily, yeah. what's your stupid? Um, mine's actually not that stupid. I haven't had. I've had a good week, to be honest. Okay. But, uh, I didn't write it down, so I'm just racking <laughs> the brain. Um, what is it? Oh, yeah, I booked a lab training day on Wednesday, and I was like, yes, I'm going to get some lab training, and then I can start recruiting. And I messaged a person saying, hey, I don't think we agreed a day, day but because I didn't add it to my calendar, so I was lost. There is a theme today. And she, <laughs> yeah, and she was like, no, we did agree on a time. Uh, it's in the evening. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And thank fuck she said that because then I checked my di- like my calendar to add it in and realized I had a conference that day. <laughs> Luckily, it was online and I hadn't prepped the, like, I obviously had made the presentation, but I hadn't practiced it. So I like quickly went from like my PJs to like conference wear. That was me <laughs> changing <laughs> magic trick. And then I was ready for the conference. And, and didn't you win best presenter for that? 
You just ruined my stupid, I mean, my genius, Molly. Oh, oh my God. Genius. We're all tripping yeah, over everyone. Oh, no. I was building tension. Oh, no. I was, yeah. And but then to I be ended fair, up. The fact that you were literally so underprepared and you fucking it. won. We you know won what? best oral presentation and some money's coming my way. So. Yes. You know what, though? I reckon people who prepare for the presentations are shit at them. You can overprepare for can, sure. Because people sound bored. They're like, <laughs> shit at them. No, like, people, people like have scripts and they go to slide yeah. one and go like, my work yes. is on the hallucinogenic. Oh, and you're just like, well, oh. I, I had to prepare when I did that three minute thing. Because I had to do like my whole thesis in like three minutes. And you, you can't just you wing that. You couldn't do that without. You can't wing yeah. that. Like, I'm no. not. There's no way you can go you from wouldn't... start to finish on your entire PhD. But the thing is, no one else knows what you're doing. So I can say anything. No, no, but you have to Adrian. finish Bob on three minutes. Oh, if it's time. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. right. That's yeah, the good thing about talking about your own stuff is you can just talk about nothing. Yeah, but you've got to have, it's like a start, middle and end. It's and like also, a short story. Right, yeah, go on, Sam. Like, you're feeling so criteria. smug right now. And then look at him. Like, my, yeah, what's your stupid? My stupid's just about... I, I had loads of tats in my ear last night because I don't brush it, man. Tats. Tats, no, I did. I kept getting told by like. You know, this is a PhD podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well. Fucking hell, so Albert Einstein had curly hair. How stupid is Nobby? Like, <laughs> I actually wanted to say that we didn't bring torches on our night walk. I was like, yeah, just Stephen. I was like, oh shit, this is a PhD. They're podcast. completely. <laughs> oh, sorry, does it have to be to do a PhD? It absolutely does not have oh, to be. Yeah. And Emily's usually Wait, the worst. We've interrupted though. Go <laughs> on, explain. So no, yeah. it's just I always get told like, oh. It's all about like getting the kales together, but like, <laughs> but like, if you want good kales, it's the most laborious effort ever. You've got to get out the shower, put like fucking this cream on, put the foam on, yeah, diffuse your hair. Yeah. So it's already thirty minute operation for half is- shit kales anyway, and then <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you've got lovely kales. No, but no, no, so hairdressers, hairdressers, and my girlfriend are always like, you need to get out to shower, brush it when you get out, or before, but it needs to be brushed at some point. Because the kales brush will be it better. In, brush but it in the shower when it's wet. Wait, you no, when the condition is in it. Yeah. Sure, That's when it's yeah. easiest, but I've got a dead sense to bed. And like, <laughs> well, this is just getting worse. So like, I didn't, I don't ever want to brush it. You know, you can get a sense to bed. You're not a baby. Dude, that's what it's called, Ted. So I'm going to probably... You can get a head yeah. My friend's head is you can get head sore brushes. Yeah, like tangled teasers. Well, no, they're like really soft. Like, well, baby hair Oh, right. I've got tangled teasers, but they always come in like... They're like a penguin or something. So I'm sitting last night, I was trying to get my hair cut. It's a bit shorter this week. And yeah, my girlfriend had bought about 100 sats and she kept showing me them. And she was just like, you need to... It's like me with the cats. I was going to say, me trying to groom Ronnie. So I've learned my lesson. Now I'm going to have to start. Honestly, it is me laughing at you and I've got coffee on my top. Yeah. You're a a motley pair at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get some geniuses. Go on then. Yeah, go on. I started. So I'm going to start with this one as well. So my genius... um, well, my my stupid before I was stupid this morning was going to be that I'm finding it really hard to write my discussion chapter. Oh, boy, we've heard that Boring! That's literally every fucking week. <laughs> yeah. I'm struggling to I'm do I'm struggling work. with this chapter. <laughs> um, but because I was late, no, not late, because I was unorganized this morning, I've ended up working on my discussion chapter inadvertently this morning. And actually, I feel a little bit better about it. So Amazing. we're going to forget that one. So that can be a little mini genius that I've found a little new lease of life of that. But my big genius um, was that last week, me and Emily did a midnight hike up Snowden. Oh, so we set right. off 
Yeah, so we left the house, my house in Chester at like yeah. midnight. Yeah. yeah. Um, got to, I'm calling it base camp just because why yeah. not? You know, base camp. Yeah. <laughs> it's only a thousand meters. So the oxygen tanks um, off the car. It's 3,000 feet, actually. Which a thousand is meters, yeah? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Conversion rates. You can't even brush your hair. So I would like to see you get Maybe up. he keeps up his thoughts in his hair. No, that sounds good anyway. So we got to base camp at 2am. And then we scaled the mountain. We left Molly's house, base, base camp at 12. Yeah, so, midnight. Yeah, midnight. Um, we'd had an hour sleep. And then, yeah, so we got up the mountain. We didn't have any torches. We met at the moon. No torches? No, 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 no. but actually it was nearly a full moon. And it, we could, we could <laughs> see the moon. Yeah. guide us. You know, we sound so much like Eddie's. I'm going to add to my stupid, you know, you've been saying torches. <laughs> Yeah, no, you can see where no. I'm going with this. No. I'm picturing it like medieval <laughs> fucking fires. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this way, yeah. I love the rings. I love the rings. Obviously, like headlamps. That, like head for, for that would have been epic. That would have been epic. So, you was, like, was it light enough then to go? That's amazing. Yeah, Liquid it was like yeah. semi light, and then obviously we as we got higher, get freaked out by like we saw like a log that we thought was a cat. Well, we <laughs> thought we had wolves, and then there was one bit where we were talking about wolves, and then we heard this. <laughs> yeah, but there was it, we could just make it out we just like shined our phones and there was a tent like a little bit off the path the and there's obviously a dog oh, in yeah. it and then there's me and her being like nah, 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 nah. like I was going to say did you see any like nomads on the way up no there were the quite a few walkers you yeah, know yeah. there was quite a lot and then when yeah. we got to the summit it was fucking incredible it was breathtaking we were like above the clouds and the sunrise was incredible I actually <laughs> fell flat on my face <laughs> literally she talked about the whole time like I don't want to fall over. I'm really bad at falling I'm over. I'm quite clumsy. And uh, and we're like, wow, look at this view. And then I just see Molly's like feet like stumble <laughs> on herself and then just fall flat on her face and not move for quite a long time. I'm like, Molly, are you okay? <laughs> My legs are so did tired. You, did you do the like the path? The st- like there's Mine two sides of Snowden and did there's like the dead incline bit, right? Yeah, we did the incline. Yeah. You like didn't... the scrambly bit of the rocks. Yeah. No, mm. we, we we did, yes, yeah, we did minor track. We didn't do the nice little wide one. We did the scrambly one. Wow, which is, oh, yeah, no quite shit. Good. I, that's the honest, quickest way if you yeah. can. Yeah, yeah. 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 Molly had never climbed Snowden. No. I think this is mad. You I haven't done a hike for about 10 years. And really. I'm just there like, yeah, why not? You got this. And realising that like, yeah, you haven't done anything. It's hard, isn't Very it? underprepared. We hadn't really slept. Well, we hadn't slept. And we hadn't eaten, had we? We hadn't really? eaten. Did you have food and on you? Yeah. Oh, yes. But yeah. we didn't <laughs> eat until up at the... Actually, till halfway down at the bottom, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we were going to eat at the top, but it was too windy. Too windy. And oh. we didn't stop. We stopped like once to adjust yeah, we did, we? I was like a mish. I was like military. I was like, come on, Molly, we've got this. She is a great motivator. Yeah. Has, has anyone ever done Hell Valen? No, but do you know I what? That was to. my that was my uh, house know. at school. You're on you a stride and edge, aren't yeah. you? Oh, like oh yeah, like stride and edge. Stride yeah. and edge. I would never. I'm too scared of heights. He did it in Tim's. <laughs> yeah, well, I went up in Timberland boots. You are the problem. This is why we have the mountain rescue. And then like we you. had. It was me. It was in lockdown. Me, our kids, my brother, and. Uh, my cousin Ben Ben's quite a big lad so we got to like the first peak and we thought it was the proper peak and he was like oh I made up this to the top and like we got to there and it just opened out and he went I'm going back lads we went I'm going back and I, uh, Jack was like lad come on and he's like I'm going back so we went back down and then we're getting to like this striding edge and it's literally I'm terrified it of heights yeah it's literally it's like, a point it's a point and you're like scrambling over rocks 
And at one point, I just like leant back against the rock and went like, I can't. You know, can't people actually die there. on treadmills. Like it's everything. the most yeah. dangerous walk in it in the UK. It's is crazy. that the and thing? And I Jack's yeah. just a nutter going like, come here, lad, let's <laughs> just. And I was just like, lads, I'm not going back. Well, that's the thing, Molly. Um, Molly's like, we're not going up that, are we? And pointed to the peak of Snowdon to like the the, <laughs> <laughs> like the summit. The yeah, but we're not going there. And I was like, I was like, no, 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 we're just gonna. Just go up this way. And I was like, fuck, how the fuck am I going to convince her to go up to the summit? But I did. Like, eventually I was, I just lied to you. I just gaslighted you the whole way. And like, we just got 30 more minutes, 30 more minutes. And then like an hour later, I'd be like, we need to go. Is there still loads of sheep knocking about at night? Not well, they were asleep. I was saying that. I was like, where are all the sheep? And, and this then is what made her fall over. <laughs> she was trying to take a photo of the sheep. <laughs> I was like, look, this is a sheep with a lamb. And then I my legs are so heavy. One got caught on a rock because obviously I had lifted it higher. Because you become heavy, don't you? Yeah, and then I just yeah. went, and then like, like But yeah. come on, let's hear some more oh, geniuses. God, yeah, so sorry. Ryan, what was your genius last week? Um, PhD, it's not a lot happened. If, That's um, all right. If truth be told. So I figured out that the quarter. You can get a you can get a dinner there for six quid. There, there's a genius. Oh. That was up. That was up there. Dinner is in tea or lunch. Dinner. 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 As in dinner. As, as in like time. lunch. Oh, because yeah. oh. you call dinner tea, don't you? I love so I was just clarifying the southerner. southerner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally the other side of the dinner room. Dinner is for, for tea. that's lunch time. Yeah. So like it goes breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, no, because no. tea breakfast. is a it's a cup of tea, right? No, no it's brekkie dinner. Which so Queen's English would have a cup of tea without. We've no? got no time for that. No, here. okay. So, <laughs> so you can yeah. get you can get you. And I mean that's expensive. So but then student discount twenty percent. But when I'm talking dinner, it's like you can have Chinese. Okay. Greek, so I'm thinking you can Indian. get a meal deal for like three quid. No, it's like full on proper scans. <laughs> so I figured that out. So that was that was <laughs> I figured that out. <laughs> that, um, that was my genius, genius for the week. I was is. I was quite happy with that. It's what the little thing then? sometimes. Yeah, what's the uh, a chicken souvlaki wrap thing. Oh, yeah, decent. That's amazing. I love a wrap. It and that's so at good. the Met Quarter. Yeah, yeah. Upstairs, mm. like where Lipper is, like on oh, that yeah. floor. Yeah, like in the back corner. Right, know where we're going next I, weekend. 100%. What's mm-hmm. your genius? You, you already know it. I won. Big whoop. Move on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, you ratted her. <laughs> Can't believe Anything it. Anything else to add, though? I know, um, yeah. Part, uh, training went well. Yeah, I nearly... Yeah, that's... I don't know. What did I do? I did some. What? Move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, was, how much told did you win then? You said you were getting yeah. told. No clue. They just said. You're still not saying. That's a lie. You defo no. No, I would tell you. I would happily tell you. Uh, is I it like know. one of those disappointing bits of dough where it's like fifty quid? I bet so. I'll, 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 so I feel like giving them back because um, I did a. <laughs> Fuck pre- it! Now we can't all fair. be that. No, <laughs> no, it's cheeky. Like so, I it's did part a, cheeky. Lads, so yeah. the faculty did. You've got to spend it somewhere. Like you give you a voucher for like card factory. Well, they gave. Molly, an Amazon voucher for winning the three-minute thesis yeah. about sustainability. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally... I know. And, um, oh, we talked about that. Well, to be fair, they, they're not allowed to give cash. No. Why? Because it's a, it's a, it's tax reasons and yeah, shit. Yeah, they're literally not allowed to give cash. But you can give give cash. Love to Shop vouchers love and to that's shop like a money. range of things. No, yeah. I haven't been told what... They literally... And the announcement was so bleak, to be honest. <laughs> I was literally... I was in the lab because I had lab training the next day. So I was, had, had it on like laptop and I was like, oh, I'll listen to see who's... The, who's who's won because I know a few people and bearing in mind, this is a biomechanics conference and my research wasn't biomechanics. So I like, was like, I'm not going to win. Like someone who's actually done biomechanical research. Is. <laughs> yeah. And then he was like, right. So I don't know if she's still in this uh, conference, but uh, Emily Wharton's won. And I was like, I like running across the lab, like to get myself on the camera. And then I was like, Oh, amazing. And they were like, yeah. And we will, um, as a, we'll send you some money 
I was like, okay, and they were, we'll send you an email. We won't ask, like let get you to give out your details on camera as like a ha ha joke. And I was like, ah, yeah. <laughs> and then that was that. So and I had you need to chase email. him. Yeah, well, maybe just email and be like, thank you so much, like for the experience. Where's, <laughs> Where's my money? Because I'm in, I'm in like a similar thing. So a few weeks ago, I did the presentation with the faculty. Oh, you won something as well, yeah. So I, I won the presentation, but it was two joint winners. No, so but I was second. This is about me. So <laughs> I, no, so I, I, I was saying like, so my gift card was for the second, second place. Yeah, yeah. So then they went, right, we'll have to send you the gift card money. And I was like, two weeks ago, and still no additional gift card. So I'm like, the same as you there. Like, I don't want to send an email and go. Where's Yo, my money? Bitch, better have my money. I literally sent an email last week saying exactly that. And then she sent me it and it was £100. And I was like, oh, it was meant to be 150 And she was like, no, no, it was meant to be 100 I was like, okay. Yeah, you just horrible. have to ask. With my, the, 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 that was three and a half K that I won, yeah. which is mad, which yes. is, yeah, what I'm using to take, go to Australia. But I was like, Hi, where's my money? I don't need it. Where are awesome. all these competitions where you can get yeah, three, three and a half bags? Um, that was like the Pandemic Institute. They honestly, you need to look There's out. There's an for institute them. for the pandemic. Yeah, for COVID. Just, yeah, so just look out for like, or get your supervisors to look out for these awards and any sort of awards or grants. Just apply for them because yeah, that was more grants rather than like a prize. Oh, still good. No, it was, oh, well, the, it was the Students Excellence Award. So, it was, but that's what I mean. It was an award, not a prize. It wasn't like a prize for doing. Yeah, for like yeah, yeah. Doing so a presentation. I had to apply to it and just. Well, but uh, it literally was wow. like a statement. It wasn't. Yeah. I didn't have to do that much. Yeah, so definitely worth like looking them up. And I know there's different sort of stuff that you can get, and it's. Yeah. That's what, because when I first started my PhD, so we're proper off track here. When I started my PhD, you know, like on EDOC, they're like, oh, join all these talks and stuff. They're and I thought them a nonsense. So I went to this first one and it was with a guy who funded his PhD through applying to like mad grants. Mm. It so, can be done, but I just imagine it must be so stressful so and time was, I think it was something like he was the, he's, the student had been awarded the, like the most number of grants because he just applied everywhere and he was going it's amazing like so say if your name's smith you can apply to like the blacksmith <laughs> society <laughs> royal you, society no, and then they'll, is like that. yeah and then they'll give you like 500 quid yeah uh, and it is what? worth it because honest to god as a PhD, to your PhD. Uh, yeah well for anything for so blacksmith society yeah honest to god that got to do to research? it's nothing but because your your name's smith like it is your family was blacksmiths therefore the royal like society of black whatever will give you money That's and crazy. then all, all she basically do is just write them a thing and be like, oh, this is what I did with the money they gave me. And I then it's good PR like for them. Ryan, like, bullshit. Honestly, honest to God. What happens if you've got a rascal of a name like Meredith? Oh, you're, well, you're, you're knackered, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> a rascal of a name. I would recommend trying to get some money in or some sort of yeah. because it's yeah. good at the end of the PhD to show that you can bring in money well, actually, as a researcher. When I did that helps. job interview, it's actually a it's yeah. an essential criteria. You have to show that you have re, um, funding for a lot of jobs now. Yeah. Like as a basic. You, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's a good way, like, you have to have whereas before that used to be a senior lectureship role would be like yeah. anyway we're digressing anyway. Ryan genius please hit me with it wait he's, said, he said it was, it was Sam <laughs> it was so, I was like <laughs> it was so that wasn't clever enough for you <laughs> <laughs> it was so unmemorable that I had to actually, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking it was it was the Met Met Quarter, Quarter. Yeah. <laughs> cheers Emily like, thank you thank Sam, you Emily. what genius things have you done this week <laughs> I just thought you messed up their names. <laughs> Mine is again not to do with the PhD. I'm sorry. But um, we don't do PhD hair. work. No. Um, We're all about taking so breaks here. I've got a pet tortoise. He's called Thundercat. <laughs> um, you are full of surprises. Um, Sam, you are an enigma. <laughs> um, and the diet is so hard to replicate. So, like, 
over the last <laughs> over, over the last like 20 years people over the last 100 years people have kept all horses <laughs> and <laughs> you stop I'm trying to be serious oh I'm just going to close my eyes and speak over the last like 50 years people get a close up of his people have kept tortoises I've got yeah. a Herman's tortoise which is a uh, native to the Mediterranean I love reptiles been obsessed with reptiles since I've been a kid but the Herman's tortoise is like the hardest diet to replicate because these a lot of weeds Mm-hmm. And flowers, um, so if you don't, they, they have greens where people back in the day just feed them on like spring greens and cabbage, but it causes like blockage in the kidneys and gives them kidney stones. That's sad. These tortoises, <laughs> yeah. I don't want a little thundercat, I don't want a little thundercat no. having any issues. He's like my best mate, and um, <laughs> so I've I've got my own weed garden together. So you're growing Mediterranean weeds. Yeah, not for like Thundercat. Yeah, yeah. So like I've got dandelions, I've got like You know that they grow here, right? Yeah. Okay. But the problem with picking them like on the local field is you don't know what like people have put on them. It's like pesticides <laughs> and that. So <laughs> I'm growing my own weeds in my garden. So but like I didn't think it was gonna work. Because like, yeah, you know, I'm just just like, you know, pirating it basically, <laughs> like cowboying. Yeah, like I bought a bit of a cowboy, I just like racked them together. I was like, see what happens. Like I haven't bought food in like six weeks. I'm just using my that's garden. That's so annoying that because guess amazing. what? I'm like trying my hardest to grow just grass in my garden and nothing. But to be fair, weeds grow. Like, yeah, weeds grow out yeah, of it. And like I literally threw They're one seed hard, in, yeah, and so some of the made up. But oh my god, amazing! Yeah, so, oh, there we genius, go. Even though I was laughed at, like well, that was that funny. Is really genius. <laughs> that is and really genius. I would laugh again. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> Sorry, I am a bit of a. That is such a good point, actually, to get on our ramble. For today, oh, I don't legit. think we could even like have a better point because today we're talking all about whether academia strips you of your personality. Um, we've obviously got some big personalities. <laughs> let's get yes. on to the ramble and uh, let's talk about it a little bit more. Let's do it. Let's ramble. Let's ramble. Let's get going with the questions then, shall we? Um, so we are going to be talking about personalities and academia. I'm going to put it to Ryan. Oh, cheers. Do you think <laughs> academia strips you of your personality? Um, I, I suppose it, it depends on how far you want to go with it, because I think professionally and how people like outward facing, I'd say, yeah. Like name, name a time you've gone to a conference and that, and you say, to, oh, fucking hell, they were good. Or they stood out or they were a bit different. Everyone seems to be quite generic, don't they? But then as you say, you speak to people one-on-one yeah, and you get more of the person. So I suppose it's, it's like the whole thing, like the one-on-one when you speak to people, obviously that you're getting a personability. So from that aspect, no, but I think the work itself does kind of, especially in its current form, necessitate a sort of, linear way like you've got to be professional you've got to put your thing forward you've got to do things a certain way you've got to kiss up to the right people mm-hmm. to get the right funding because if you don't get the right funding you're not going to write jobs and it is kind of this linear pathway whereas if you don't fit the mold you don't get in yeah. and I think you see that a lot with with the people at the top where you don't really hear people who I mean I think we're an exception to the rule going to John Moore's obviously being around like um, people like Dr. Ian Malabar Dr. Ian Jarman who, was, who speak like scouts isn't that but a lot of the time you don't get that and I think in academia, that's where it like, yes and no, in terms of obviously people don't, you don't lose I, your yeah. personality, but I think in a professional sense, I think it necessitates a bit of that in 
academia in its current form. That, from my experience, yeah. Because anyway. yeah. like you say, you're never gonna be yourself a hundred percent of the time at any job that you do, right? No, of like, course, yeah. The person that I am, yeah, when I'm slobbing out on the sofa, like, well, there's a know, whole reason why we haven't. Um, publicize this to our academics like this podcast because we we swear we're very unprofessional on it we talk about stuff that we probably wouldn't we're probably worried that we're ourselves too much so that I guess highlights that there is this expectation that you're not meant to have a certain personality when you're an academic therein lies the problem because Mm -hmm. I think you lose something in any walk of life when everything becomes too linear. Because as too you say, standardized. Yeah, yeah, because if, if it becomes too standardised and too not unique, because the whole point of working as part of a team, well, then then that removes the point of trying to work as part of a team then. Because if everyone works as part of a team, but everyone thinks of the same way and everyone is the same way, well, you're not benefiting from anything. You're just adding bloat to a team, whereas you've got to have different personalities. But as you say, like, not as you say you just don't put it forward and yeah. even like when I'm around my supervisor I'm a bit different because you're putting it forward yeah. I do think you lose something even if it's in the quality of the work because everyone's tra- like thinking on the same way and everyone's trying to then one up each other or try and be like think the same way mm. see so- this is why I think it is changing but I, I do agree with everything you're saying but I although we're not completely ourselves I would say that I'm unapologetically still myself at work I don't go in I did at start I was like right I have to dress a certain way and I mean for Christ's sake I'm in dungarees that yeah. are like five times yeah. the size of me whereas where, where I started in my PhD I wouldn't dream of coming in in something like that I would be very mm-hmm. dressly smart like dressly smarted smartly dressly smarted I do that you know mixed words smartly dressed I'm gonna suit yeah. me spoon <laughs> doesn't even make sense the other way around what, what did you say I'm gonna suit me spoon I'm gonna suit I'm gonna spoon me suit <laughs> you do you Sam you do you is that how you get to sleep spoon in it yeah yeah it's nice and warm I guess. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So I'm like, not to toot my own horn, but the presentation that I did that won the best oral presentation, I mean, it was very relaxed and I did come on it and give my personality rather than going, so we're talking about perception versus sexuality. Yeah. Like I was, I was actually accidentally on mute, mute and I literally unmuted. I was like, oops, sorry, silly sausage. I'm on mute. Like I, I instantly brought my personality. Did I think you I, actually say silly sausage? I think I did say silly sausage. <laughs> like international conference hilarious um <laughs> so i do think people are like starting to want a bit more personality we're seeing a lot more colors on posters now which is really nice i know that sounds so stupid but there's a bit more yeah it's creativity, little things, little no, but i know exactly what you mean like academic posters normally oh. uh, make, oh, make me God, want bro. to cry yeah because they're just awfully boring i yeah. don't put the logos on or nothing no. I refuse to put like, the logos on. Like, what, I'm not the putting, uni? not putting a uni on it. Not putting, it ruins not putting the fucking on it. Poster, I'm just putting it? my fucking title on it and it's getting a colour scheme. Like, I'm, I'm, that's, yeah. No, but it is though because... Sam, I feel the same way. I yeah. hate it when I have to put them on. I'm like, you're ruining my whole aesthetic here. Just... You, you were talking before about changing personalities. I think, I think naturally everyone changes personalities depending on the room they're in. Like you're different with your partner to with your best mate to with your distant mate to with your mum and dad to with your co- work colleagues. Like everyone changes their personalities at different times. But like, I don't think it's an academic thing. I just think it's an institution thing. When, oh. when, when you end up working for a big institution, the, the don't want any of the, especially you may say, you're saying it might, might, might be changing now. You don't want the, 
any of the peripheries that come with an individual. They want you to be streamlined. They want you to act a certain way. They don't want you to say it unless you get anyone in trouble. They don't want you to wear certain things. They don't want you to um, say certain stuff. Um, like even coming into this PhD at the University of Liverpool, like the only thing, the reason why I like Ian Jarman and like Dr. George Wilson is because they sound, the, the accent's the same as mine. Mm. And like every academic seems to have quite a correct accent and everything. I can't say words. Yeah. I was on a presentation the other day and I, I was reading out clinical codes. I, I don't know why I have a problem reading words. I didn't know what the word syphilis said. And I went, uh, Shuffle, yeah. I just felt like an idiot. Yeah. But like, I think it was because I was thinking, it's because, you know what, everything that's bundled in with me, like it's my accent, people think I'm a sound like an idiot. You, you know what it, I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. But I think as well, that like, linking that in as well, it's like the lack of colour on like academic posters and presentations. Yeah. Is that ac- academia, like, gets this one way thinking from the fact it doesn't want people, it's like there's this war and it doesn't want people to understand it. So I yeah. guess. Do you yeah, see what, yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. people it's like if we make it accessible like, then we, we are people, we yeah. are researchers people can't understand what we do because we're researchers yeah. so they put the stuff forward intent like I read some papers and I'll go you have you no idea what they're on about oh, you could have said nice you could have said this but you've decided to make a it a scientific way. jargon. And instead you start using just like mad words. I do feel like we're moving away from that a bit, aren't we? Because like there's a couple of academics in my department who write for like, the, you know, the conversation, that online. Um, I think I've seen it. It's called yeah. the conversation and they do like, um, what's the other one? Like have a business review. Like, you know, the ones yeah. that are like more informal, it's written in more of like a blog post sort of thing. And I do feel like there's a push towards that because... Like you say, people don't want that anymore. I and don't think that's to understand exterior. <laughs> well, to understand your research, if you understand your research, you can say it simply. Like, yeah, I definitely. think the people that might not those papers, I don't think they've grasped the idea of what or their research. They're just like saying scientific jargon. If you can simplify such a complex thing, like what you guys do, clustering methods. That's fucking, that's hard as shit. But uh, you guys probably could explain it to someone like me or Molly and us dum-dums. <laughs> we understand. We'd probably, and that's because you understand your research yeah. and that shows more intelligence, but I think. I think there's a there's a mixture between that and people, especially of the old guard, who, mm. who have this thing of, well, you, you shouldn't know what I know. Because this is for intellectuals and this is for the researchers. Well, and it makes them redundant if everyone knows it. I well, well it's that and, and it's, yeah, it? of course, yeah. So it, it's kind of this this whole thing where I think the the elitism and kind of that kind of snobbery that comes of academia leads, sort of linking it back to the original question, leads to that level of when you're in it, you've got to kind of have this one way personality mm. because it's seen as right. We've got to do it this way and this way only. Well, I think people probably in the past who've wanted. Like I try to be myself <clears throat> and it's not yeah, because same. I just can't be anyone else. Like I've, t- I've tried to like be all like uptight and I feel like getting off. Yeah. Like I just it's think like, I want to go home. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I don't want to pretend like I, I, I swear I, I, I've, I've like my supervisor laughs because I had to get a meeting and go fucking now. Like <laughs> like, she just goes like, but now she's used to me. She's just like, mm-hmm. he just swears. But like, yeah, I'm from Crocky. I'm never. You're never going to get rid of that. And then that might mean that I one day leave academia because I've taught. Like, is this where I'm meant to be? I'm too. I'm not. I'm not like a not wild or not. And I don't like I want to go and party. I just like. I like being everyone being themselves. I like 
I like arguing. I like doing it. You know what I mean? Like I like, but it's all a bit like don't upset you and everyone. Don't upset the apple cart. I think in the past when people have had little dissent section have come along, they've either got rid of them to fit in or they've left. Yeah. See, and I find it really interesting because in a way, I do see that academia can be this sort of breeding ground for making people strip their personalities a bit because of everything we've just said, the elitism, the snobbery, that whole thing. But then, and I, I do, I do think that, but then when I compare it to, for example, like, experiences I've had in the corporate world to like on your guys podcast we discussed the graduate scheme yeah, that I yeah. worked on you weren't allowed to have a personality at all I mean to the point where I wasn't allowed to have my nose piercing in I wasn't allowed to have my ankles showing I wasn't allowed to have a pinstripe on my suit I wasn't allowed to show my tattoos um I wasn't you know like when I say I wasn't our personality I mean literally it's, no colour in your hair no so actually then coming into academia I was like ah okay you can be a bit quirky yeah, and actually yeah, yeah. academics do tend to be a little bit sort of eccentric or quirky I think what I guess is different is we can show I guess we can dress how we want we can present ourselves how we want to a certain degree yeah that's what I was just about to there's say there's like there's a certain degree to that I can present <clears> myself <throat> as this bubbly person but to a certain degree I still have to work on you know how I I mean luckily I have this upper hand compared to you guys. I'm from Surrey, so I naturally sound oh la di da. But I'm dyslexic, so I mess up my words and I, I, I really struggle with forming a complete sentences sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So I'm constantly acknowledging how I sound and if I sound dumb and I shouldn't sound too dumb. And again, I'm a woman, so I kind of get that ignorance badge yeah. put on myself. You guys, you mentioned about scout being scousers. I can imagine that's fucking hard, especially when you go to international conferences. I know it's sound in Liverpool. I think it's yeah. it's if you go somewhere else, yeah. like or if you go to a. I went for PhD interviews before I got this PhD. My supervisor scouse, and I feel like I got the PhD because she was scouse right. and she picked a scouser. Like, that's so unfair on I, you though because you got it because you were amazing that's no I, no I don't mean that I had the accolades but I, before I got my PhD I went for like eight nine interviews different PhDs and I had a first class maths degree um, I'm a good talker I'd like to think that I can get up and speak there was nothing that would have turned it off me unless I was just damn right beaten by other people <laughs> so is it which like, is possible I'm not going to try and be big I, I might have just been beat present Sam and you are very good at it so I'm okay at all but that's more like rather than you getting it because you were Scouse you didn't get it because you were Scouse initially do you know what I mean yeah but like I, I don't it might not be true if I'm going back and speak to those interviews you might have just went you fucking shit like that's <laughs> what it might but I always just felt like I went in and one guy was from Cambridge mm. been to Cambridge Uni and he was dead well spoken he was a lovely man but like I, I remember sitting with him thinking like I don't think I'd do three years with you anyway like no. we're what? just so far apart and then I interviewed my current supervisor and yeah she was scouse and I was scouse and I just I just thought like when I went away she'll pick me you felt comfortable like, like she's gonna pick me and, and the thing is I even was. if that wasn't why you didn't get this PhDs that's how you felt and therefore that does make you then project that onto it doesn't it yeah that's it yeah. so well, it's like there, even if it wasn't for me there is a layer of I feel kind of the people that I choose to work with, besides obviously my supervisory team, I prefer to work with people who haven't completely stripped themselves of personality and they're not that professional. They, it makes me feel a little bit more at ease. So same the way I like enjoy working with you, Molly, so much because we get the job done. We work really hard, but we're not putting on this facade of, ooh, we're, the, we're these like prim and proper 
academic I don't know this there are there are levels to it I think mm-hmm. yeah and otherwise it just perpetuates doesn't it like if yeah. the next generation of PhD students meet us and we're like oh hello we're later stage PhD students and this is what you do and we're all dead professional then that then makes them feel like they have to be like that whereas if we're like no this is us we're ourselves you can be too then yeah. like I feel like the next wave coming through can then mm-hmm. hopefully have that because I'm thinking about my supervisors and like you know they're all really authentic I think I feel like they're, they're well, once you get themselves. to meet people Everyone is. Everyone is, yeah. It's, it's not the fact that a, everyone's not got a personality. It's a they don't facade. show it. And yeah. they have this like guards up of like, but then if you get them aside and you go like, like I've pulled people aside in conference and they go like, fucking hell, that was shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, it was, man. You're like, fucking shit. Do you know what though? I feel like I'm just always like, the oh. person at the conference that lets their guard down before anyone else. And then Same. I always come away thinking, fucking hell, I bet I seemed like a bimbo or really ditzy because I feel like I am that person that I want to put everyone else at ease by being like, Oh God! Like yeah. is everyone else feeling? Like, you know what I mean? And then I feel like they look at me like, oh, she's not, she's she not a professional. What, yeah, she yeah. doesn't know what you're talking about. So it's, it, it puts you in quite a vulnerable position to be that person that lets your guard down. I think, doesn't it? Because it yeah. opens you up to. But then, like, like for me, for example, I'm just like that. Like, I just don't care. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, and I think being like that is is beneficial in a way. Like you, as you say, you'll speak to people who get who care and yeah, Ryan like argues with us, right? Yeah, he's mad. Do you know what actually that <laughs> perfectly leads us on to the question that I wanted to ask you guys next. Um and you can talk about not caring because that's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um how do you manage them being authentic at work? So for you is it about that? Is it about just not I, caring? Yeah, I literally I think I've just I've accepted so the reason I did my PhD it's because I wanted to work with my supervisors. So I applied. I, I was quite lucky in the sense I applied for the first PhD and I got it with my supervisors because I, I understood early on. I am who I am. And I want to work with people who get on with and like fit and who I, I work and get on with well. So I just kind of go through and obviously the situational awareness, like I'm not going to go into a big funding meeting and be like, ah, oh, <laughs> fucking hell, the slides aren't working. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like there's, there's, there's situational awareness. Yeah, so applies, yes, of course. Yeah. And that but, applies to any job. Yeah, but it? that's like the room thing. You go into a room with your mum, you're after a bit different from your yeah, best yeah. mate. Yeah. But uh, then there's a difference because I'm still the same. It's just different levels of the same, if that's what I mean. Like, I, I, I am me and I just don't really care. So if it's in a presentation, I'll still be the same. If I'm in a PhD meeting, I'm still the same. And I think it, I find it gets you a bit further, me, because people are just like, right, we know what we know. Yeah, because people are like, right, we know what we're getting here. And then there's no maneuvering, like, because you can tell when people are being disingenuous. So I think just being open and honest and trying to have that just straight away. It, it gets you on the same playing field straight away and then you can just move forward and get what you need to do and do. And that's how I cope with it anyway. If we have a listener that's listening thinking, but how do I get to that point of not caring? Like, do you have any thoughts about that? Like, I think some people will always care. Yeah, I think that's very personal. Like, because yeah. as you say, I've, I never really have to work on... So for example, I don't have to work on kind of public speaking. I think you were the same, aren't you? Yeah. Like I, I can just get up and speak. It's just I've, that's how I've always been. Yeah, that is but amazing because I most feel, people struggle with this that. Is, I feel the same with them. Like it's been, I almost yeah, it's scary. Never but, prepare for any yeah, presentation. Yeah. Well, maybe other than like where before I go in, I'm thinking, okay, got to talk about that. Yeah. What's that about again? All right, I'll talk. And I've actually seen both of you and present, then, and you both present very well. Like you both seem very confident up there. Yeah, a lot of it's confidence. If if yeah. you if you look unconfident. Yeah, you, you shit all of a sudden, and I think that's come from like me performing on on stages and that. If you look like you, you don't know what you're doing, 
people feel it. It's like dogs. You sense it. It's like an energy in the room. If you go and watch a singer or something and like they look unsure, they're not hitting notes. And you know what they can hit them, but they're just unsure of themselves on the night. And even if the song and the lyrics are amazing, it'll switch it off. Yeah. It's the same with speaking. Even if someone knows the research so well, if they're not, if they're unsure or like hesitant, hesitating because they've got no, you just switch well, off. The point I was like, yeah, that's there. So like for me, public speaking's never been like a mad issue, but like my writing, I worry about loads because I've never been a good writer. I can do the analysis, I can do the maths, but I've never really been a, a writer. Like, so I worry loads. Like I'll spend far too long writing something. And it's like, people will tell me how to get around that, but I've never been able to learn how to do it. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, so to, to that question, it's kind of just figure out what your, your weakness is and then just kind of go with it. Like you've mm-hmm. just, so I know my weakness is writing and then just try and be a sponge, take it all in and just little things, little, little things at a time. So, so now, for example, my supervisor has been really good with it, to be fair. And they give little things and it's like, right, just, so what we'll do then is we'll have a shared workspace so we can look at your stuff as it's going along. Instead of it being, you have to send me a draft. Right. And by that time you've put all the work. And then, because then it's like, it's like that physical thing of, oh, I've got to send a draft. Why did you let them know I'm shit at writing? Just, I think it comes across, like it's not. So transparency is what you're saying. Yeah. So it's not so much, I'm shit at writing. I'm good when I get it done. You are part shit. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's the confidence. I worry too much about, I don't worry about many things when I'm doing it. That's a constant. Writing it all down. Because my spelling's terrible. I think I'm slightly dyslexic. Also, I've got something Ooh, wrong. Come join the club. But my <laughs> my spelling's awful. So I, I always like worry too much about the written word. Whereas when I send it over, normally people come back and go, yeah, it's sound. Yeah. And it's, and it's like people who worry about public speaking, they'll practice, worry, do a presentation and nine times out of 10. Everyone be like, that was Every, Yeah, good. everyone be like, that's really good. Yeah. So, so is it, it almost like to be your authentic self at work, you almost need to embrace those weaknesses. Of course, yeah. yeah. Let people fears. know. Let people be know. Be that transparent, like what to expect. Like, these are my strengths. I yeah. do struggle with this. But I mean, you don't have to walk in a room and go like, just letting you know. <laughs> I can't write. I can't fucking <laughs> write. <laughs> Listen here, Sandra. Don't be asking me to do it. I'll do that analysis. Not the fucking writing. Because you know right. I mean? if people know where they stand, it's a fucking weakness. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel attacked. I'm leaving. Defense. <laughs> but it was like it's like that whole thing. I was saying it's like transparency. If you know where you stand with everyone. No, it it saves getting to that point later down the line. And you're always going to have as well in life. I call them busy. B, busy bastards, Biz, busy people, man. They're just busy. And what I mean by that is they'll always kiss ass. They'll always fall in line. They'll always, and they might get far because they feel do like that. you're talking about me. No, I'm, 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 you feel so obscene uh, right now. Is that what you're doing, mate? Is oh, that what I'm you're a doing? yes man. It's bad. To a, to I a, don't mean being a yes man. That's just being like, oh, I can do it. I mean like those people who like... They just never put a foot wrong ever. And, and, oh, okay, ever. No, no. and like, <laughs> I wish no. They're just busy. Yeah. And like, oh, like, I, I think like there's nothing against it. Like we, we're in like the PhD chat, aren't we? I always think. I hope you didn't start it. I always think you started that. Wait, the big did, one, the yeah. arc one. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't oh, start the arc. arc one. Oh, I don't know. I always is. just think you put the effort in to start that. <laughs> that's being busy be there's only so many hours in the day who's <laughs> thinking let's get everyone in a group up. and met it <laughs> yeah, was you did make <laughs> one for the whole of LJMU essentially <laughs> do you know what I mean like, who, who's that busy man? I regretted it do something else <laughs> so it was day it was like week one know, I'm glad you did that because yeah. we wouldn't know each other oh no it's once it's up I'm glad it's up I'm just it, thinking it was day one and, I, and everyone was sharing twitters and I was like should we like 
should we get a chat going? And then, and then it was like, yeah, what's up? Here's some numbers, Emily. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I had 30 numbers and I had, I like, oh. it wasn't me going, shall I put together a chat? I was like, shall we have a chat? And then it was and then like, because you suggested, I suggested it. it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like, that's, oh my God, it took me a day, a day not, to do. There's nothing wrong with them. And you no, do no. it sometimes, get some decent info from them. It was but it's almost like, like a sense of, it's like people like, how good I can be. I'm dead useful. I'm like, and it's yeah. just like, Trying to prove themselves something. You know I mean? So what yeah. is being authentic at work for you then? Or at least how do you maintain that? Because you already mentioned before you were like, I don't even know if I'll stay in academia because I can't be... That's what it felt like you were saying. No, yeah, myself. it's not because I can't be myself. I'm just not sure, like... Like, I really enjoy research for me. It's the bureaucracy and sort of that plays into the personality thing. Like, everything's so bureaucratic and forms and checking boxes. What do you mean by that? I don't actually know what that means. Like, every, like so it's everything. So every six months you've got to fill this in. Want to do this? I've got to fill this form in. Oh, I've got it. So I spend more time like telling people. These hoops and- yeah. I spend and more time like- telling people what I'm going to do. Than spending time actually doing what. But obviously, there needs to be some type of form filling. Like Emily's Uh, looking at like working with elderly people. You can't just waltz into someone's (laughs) house. Like there's going to have to be some loop for Emily. But I just feel like (laughs) there's too many holes. Oh yeah, I have so many meetings about meetings that we're going to have about meetings. Yeah, yeah. To eventually do something. We're with the arc, so I guess we have so many more. Uh, hoops to jump through because NHS basically searches a lot of hoops, and like we've just interviewed Dr. George Wilson. He gets funded by the Jockey Club. It, it sounds like quite free research. Like he's given funds. He must be some loops he's jumping through. He can't be too silly stuff with the athletes. But like he's not constantly. He didn't, didn't feel as no. restricted, did he? Yeah, but lad, he just seemed like a. He just seemed like he's just such a chill person anyway. Yeah, I don't know, but I'll, I'll do a stay. I'll do be authentic. Just. I've tried to not be myself before and it just doesn't work, man. I th- you know what it is? I don't think... I, don't, I, haven't, got a, I haven't got a, like, a, a note, notepad. I, 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 I don't think it's either. something you can describe. I think it's something you feel. Yeah. Like, I, I can tell when I'm in a room with people and I'm speaking and I'm like, what am I doing here? Do you know what yeah. I mean? You can fi- I can feel it, me, and I'm like, I'm not being me. And I think you notice it because it takes more energy out of you. Yeah. That's why, awesome that's why conferences, you get home, you're like... Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. And, and most people are sound one on one. It's it's like it's like the group mentality once we're yeah, in. It's like professional group. Everyone goes like that with the jacket, like how they actually are and goes like sitting in line on Who can be the most professional and it's who like, can win the favours and that. Yeah, yeah, and then like Yeah. I think for me, it's the old like system of academia for me. I'm just like a bit like I'm not sure if my it's reptile keeping personality. No, but you're exactly it, you know I mean? who we need. Yeah, this is what I mean. I don't. I, think I would love need... to collab with all of you. That would be yeah. such a like exciting yeah. to see what like research we come out because of all the amazing like m- like things we do. Like, but like for the new generation coming through, if people like you who has the Thundercat. Is that what he's called? Thundercat, yeah. Thundercat, yeah. you know, that has knotty curly hair or like whatever your like quirk might be. Yeah. If you leave because <laughs> you don't that fit. His curly hair is his quirk. <laughs> <laughs> no, what his was? quirk is that he doesn't brush it and he has to be groomed <laughs> by his girlfriend. Like a cat. That is his quirk. But do you know what I mean? Like if people like you leave, then it just perpetuates. Then we but, don't ever get yeah. to all be ourselves because everyone's like, oh, okay, now. But it's like if you can't change, if you can't change the system, like you're not going to do it. And academia is a system mean. which is the more I've got to know it's horrendous like publish a paper where you're getting money for that 
right? So you've got to publish and then you've got to find editors as well, but there's no editors, right? Then you've got to find reviewers. No one wants to review the system. So you're not only if you've got this thing where it's like, you've got to be this certain way and you've got the system itself surrounding it. It's a mindful. Oh, it's it? horrific. It's like the game you have to yeah. play. Is How it? many it's like the people- politics within... How many papers end with more research is needed? Yeah. They're fucking useless papers. <laughs> yeah. like, Do you know what? I actually, what did you just say? Useless. How many papers were up? Get, end with the sentence, more research needed. Oh, yeah. I, I finished a paper the other day <laughs> and I was looking at the results and I said to my supervisor, like, I can't think of anything as an interesting conclusion or that. Then we'll find some stuff out, but there's not enough. And I know that's a part of it. Like, you obviously need to build a foundation, but it's just like... Yeah. Is anyone ever going to continue it? One. And like, this just feels proper useless now because I've mm-hmm. just more research needed. No, but, but Is it like, research for research's sake? Yeah. And I'm just yeah. like, couldn't have we have done something more poignant with like, well, I no, could have like, a boss outcome I, like we've discovered Mars. Like, no, but yeah. like, I, don't, I don't mind that future research stuff, but it depends on, on how you get there. So if you say, say you do a whole thing and your conclusion, right, we've sorted this and then there's a limitations in future work section. You go, right, so on this work now, we can do this, blah, 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 blah. But I know exactly the papers you're on about the ones who literally just finish in the conclusion. More research will be needed to, to, yeah, to design. Yeah, but I can't, I need it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not that anyone asks, but my way of keeping authentic at work kind of... Oh, yeah, sorry, Emily. How's your way of keeping authentic? <laughs> Thanks, guys. She's like, I am here. <laughs> Emily, there's no time. We have to move on. <laughs> TikTok, um, <laughs> it requires me to be... I guess not lose myself within the work. We've talked about this before, but get a life outside of your PhD. Your PhD isn't your life. It's a part of your life. And I think the people that consume themselves within, you know, their work and they don't find themselves, they lose who they are. You've just hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Uh, I've just realised. That's it. The people who uh, are busy and fall in line, they've got fuck all else going on. That's it. They have got nothing going on. And I I feel sorry for them now. Like, they've got nothing else. (laughs) They haven't got a collection of reptiles at home. No. (laughs) They've got a girlfriend that can comb your hair. No, but like, you don't have to have anything mad, but like... (laughs) It, they're those people oh, I don't even know because maybe they become no, the no, great researchers and do all the best research I don't know that is the best point ever it's like your PhD and then is, he's like oh, it, no, it, it's 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 so true like your PhD isn't you like imagine now you you went to someone and they were like oh what do you do for a job oh I am um, I work in IT alright okay sick yeah. what else do you do Ooh, I, I, just, I just work in IT. <laughs> if um, you can only describe yeah. your personality by your job it, it, description. Like, you would say that person was strange, but yet there seems to be this <laughs> weird... Strange. <laughs> You'd go... He is strange. That's weird. That IT guy, very strange. But then, but then, uh, my husband's an IT guy. Yes, but does he do <laughs> other things? I feel really violated. No, but then, <laughs> violated? <laughs> but then the point is there, like, it seems to be like they accepted when people go, oh, I do a PhD. Well, what else do you do? My PhD. Yeah. And then that seems to, oh, look at them, they're hard workers. But if that was, if you replace PhD there with, I don't know, truck driver, and it's like, what do you do? Drive trucks. And what do you do? I have a smaller truck. I just drive that. <laughs> if you like, that's that's mental. Yeah. Like, yeah. have something else to do. And I don't think it helps that there are certain supervisors who they expect that. So, like, you know, they yeah. actually say, you should not see your friends, you should not see your family, you should that's not insane. have hobbies, you should Who just do your that? PhD. Yeah. Let's not go into it. Let's not go there. But you know, and that is what perpetuates like, that idea. Well, you best be paying me 50 grand a day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think though that's a, that's a festival. Like if your PhD work is your life, you're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to burn out quickly. You're going to, you're going to start to resent your job. You're yeah. going to start to resent the people around you. Yeah. And then you're also going to lose a sense of who you are outside of that. So having like your hobbies or 
what makes you you outside of your work really helps you can't the control well. people and then also no, like oh no, that's your personality then is dictated by how good your work's doing. Ah. So then, oh, I'm having a great day in work. Oh, I'm, I'm dead happy. Oh, I've had a paper rejected. I'm going to be moody. I'm going to be horrible because your only sense of self is your work. So mm-hmm. you, so your personality isn't dictated then by you. It's dictated by the work. So I suppose then, yeah. That, and that, we know that how is- many rejections we get in academia or how toxic it can be working with random people. So it's, for that to be... Even just a little comment feels like a rejection, like, oh, this yeah. isn't good enough. Yeah, and exactly. you're like, oh. And for that to be a weight on, like, who you are as a person. Yeah. yeah. Because then... That's going to be... Especially in academia, you get more rejections than, like, yeah. than approval. Oh, so they're just a part of the process, aren't they, for but, sure? Yeah, but then if, you, if your personality is all... Dependent on dependent that. Dependent on that. Yeah. PhD, well, then, yeah. then essentially what you're being told most of the time is you're not good enough. Yeah. And that can't Rather be helped. It's not good enough. You're, you're not, not good, good because yeah. if you can't separate yourself from the work and you are the work, well, then you're not good enough. And then it becomes this whole thing. You can't live your life like that. Mm-hmm. that that's got to be like a very depressing place to I be. Agree, yeah. Do you know I what I mean? So I guess a positive of the takeaway message is just unapologetically be yourself and... For some people, they might want to get out of academia because they don't feel like they can. But we need you. We need all these people being, I don't know, the quirkiness, the even the straight logical thinkers. We need all of these people to create amazing research rather than... I, that thing I was going to be going to this morning that was actually in a month. The person that runs that, I and this does sort of thing because basically he is this like amazing researcher and he has um, built this career now doing talks about impact and stuff like that. I also found out, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but he charges £2,000 <gasps> for half a yeah. day. I've not said who it is, so I'm allowed to say that. I, can I do it? Two days a day. <laughs> no joke. That's for half a day remember, remember, half, half a day, day workshop remember when I told you I wanted to become a consultant later in life that is honestly that I is the me and Molly say this all such a loose term so, consultant the brilliant, the brilliant thing about being I consult a consult- on whatever you just you do whatever consult. and then the best thing is you can just fuck off at the end of the day and it's not it, it doesn't but, matter if it's right <laughs> <laughs> I consulted you I give you information <laughs> I don't know how much you're right he has it on his website that says I have anxiety I don't do stuff in person so I only do online stuff but in a way I think that's amazing because like he is just saying do you know what fuck the pressure that academia puts this is me this is who I am and this is what I'm offering and if you like it great if you don't fine and I think there's something to be learned there because if more of us like I have anxiety and I just pretend that I don't have it like when I go exactly whereas he's just being like no I'm gonna say that you know this is me and I can't do it and I yeah, think there's a lot yeah. but, it, but then this is where like, going then. back to the point I made earlier is with academia you have to, like you can't just do that you have to do like the oh, shit oh yeah he's already a this professor this is what I'm trying to say this yeah. is where it gets hard because like, now he's a professor so he can tell people guys to shove it so he must have fell in line at some point it, yeah, so, yeah to be able to and then that's where I find where I think it's difficult I expect that in every walk of life it's like you can only tell people what you want to do once you've already become... Where you're in a privileged position. What, yeah. Once you've become and gone through the steps that they but want you to do. I that. would challenge that. Like I am, well, I am trying to challenge that as well. And I'm very, in my supervisory meetings, if they asked me to do something, there was a, literally second year and I'd been looking at the data for so long and I'd got to that point where I was so overwhelmed, I'm burnt out and I couldn't even look at the simplest data set and be like, ah, let's work out some calculations. It got to that point. You know, sometimes when you're just like, you need a break. So I literally went, you no. get up feeling sick and that just yeah. like, can't be honest. And she went, I know, I actually need to take a week break from this data set. I'll do something else, but I'm not doing this. 
and um, I'll come back to it and it should be clearer. But for right now, I feel very overwhelmed. And and you know what? They did look shocked <laughs> that I said yeah. that, but they couldn't argue with that, to be honest. And then what happened was a week went by and then I looked at the data set and it took me an hour to do what I was trying to do for the whole day. You know, when like yeah, you have those yeah, things. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm a bit more open with my supervisory team and they kind of get that and I really reflect with them. And you can tell that they've changed the way they supervise as well. The new students that have come in, they're very different in the way that they act with those supervisors. So I think I would challenge that. I would I would try and be this person that can, within reason, don't say mm. no to everything. Don't be like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm my own person. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Okay. Get, get your PhD funding turned around and go, well, actually. I want my PhD and I want to do no work. Yeah. I'm my own person. But the more people do do that, I know we're joking, but the more that people do do that, the more it is okay for people well, in the future people to do, do that. that. Yeah. And so, okay, maybe they don't, maybe some people think they don't like me or like, oh God, you're always overwhelmed, Emily. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Then, then, they're not right to work with me and then I can there's so many academics out there yeah, so many yeah. academics so many but you can find someone that works with you like you guys have I think I have you have all our supervisors we click with very well and yeah. we feel like we can do that so there will be people out there that will understand how you work so yeah I, I guess if you're having to strip your personality every day that's obviously not healthy but there will be other networks there'll be other groups of academics that are more like you yeah. and it's finding I hate this phrase but I'm going to say it anyway it's finding that tribe isn't it and like finding the people that you get on <laughs> with there's people in my department that I know I just don't click with because yeah. they're those busy bees yeah, you know I, and they're just like they they live and die research and, you know, I'll tell you what I think a good piece of advice is busy man all day <laughs> or that but I think another good piece of advice is spend more time figuring out where you want to be instead of like, so instead of being like, I want to do a PhD and just doing a PhD, people should spend more time figuring out, well, I want to do a PhD, but like, whereabouts should I be? Like, as I said, like, so, so technically like when I did my PhD, I had a job, I should have stayed there for two years, but I did it because I like my supervisors because I was like, I want to work with you. So I did a PhD and now I enjoy it and mm. we get on. Whereas as you say, I know people who've jumped into a PhD and they're like, oh, I hate it. Yeah, because they don't know where to work and stuff. That's a good piece of advice, I think, as well. Is find people, spend more time finding people that match with you. Yeah. So then you it, you you get all that stuff out the way early, innit? Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? That's hard though, because PhDs are like fucking cold though sometimes. So like you can't just think your class do his PhD with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I know. You, like I think that, yeah. you you're obviously and he's of he was the top student in yeah. our well the year above maybe he's like the top student that ever come through the maths degree. He is like pretty damn clever. Yeah. He's like, yes, yes. But I, I think for someone who's more middle of the road, they're just like, I just know I want to do a PhD. Like when I was looking for mine in the end, I was like, I'll do a fucking PhD. Do an yeah, you'll take whatever's off. Yeah, like, if you want me to do creative art, I'll fucking do But something. now once you've got it, you can be selective on who you spend your time with. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. That's, That's what I mean. It's sure, like, yeah. say for example, say another project comes up and you go, you know what? Oh no, you are right. Like, yeah, like, yeah. you, I'm not going to get on with you. I'd rather just... I yeah, I have that. I have one person that I know I would never work with. Literally, like, yeah. I, that. I never work with I don't care how smart they are. I don't care because they are very smart. I just wouldn't work with them. I'm just thinking about people listening now, like, is that me? Is that, <laughs> I that one person? You might be. Yes, you might yes, be. it is. If you think it's you, it's Emily like that. Is it me? Yeah. Do you know what? This, I feel like we've had so much inspiration, but should we get some actual inspiration yeah. now for our desperation? Yes, let's do it. See what we've got from you guys, what you've got to offer us. Yeah, a little quote. Let's do it.
So I've heard you got some inspiration from your own brains or? Well, I think we've got one original and one well-researched. Well-researched, some may say. <laughs> Literally, yeah. yeah. Lots yeah. of time and effort. I've got quite one, as well, yeah. just in case you... you, you no. She has so little faith in you, she's prepared one just in case yours is shit. Yours is shit. And it's I've got it's two. Amazing. Oh my God, well, let's hear um, one. Go, go on, you're going first. My, my well-researched one. It's from Oscar Wilde. <gasps> oh, we love a bit of Oscar Wilde. Yeah. Be yourself because everybody else is already taken. <gasps> oh! That's a good oh, one. I love he that. looks so proud That's of himself. So I wish I... That is lovely. Change your word and make it yours. Be you. Why did I do that? Because you're going to rip off Oscar yourself. Wilde. To be fair, like, it doesn't... I don't know how you can improve on Oscar uh, Wilde. Be yeah. myself. <laughs> oh, there's no one else Case in point, you can't be better than Oscar Wilde. Right, Sam, let's hear um, yours. Yeah, he's just going to laugh at Max, that's what he's doing with me, but so my... <laughs> no, I actually did make this myself when I was in like me... You made it? Yeah, I coined it myself okay. when I was in like me Muay Thai phase. Oh, I wasn't I doing tried, Muay Thai. I, I was going to be enjoying it. Just, that was just a random word. Oh. Just put that in there. Okay. I was going to um, say, I tried Muay Thai and it was, it was quite aggressive. Hang on, I'm confused. So you weren't into Muay Thai? No. I was pretending <laughs> I was a Muay Thai soldier. What, right now? No, no back in the he, day. When he created When I coined this term, Molly, I was like... It's so simple. If I did Muay Thai, this is what I'd say. Oh, but so you were into Muay Thai. You just no, I've never been into Muay Thai. <laughs> no, no, well, no, you no. obviously were into <laughs> it. Molly, Molly, let me explain to you. So he just suddenly was like... You know what? What would someone who's oh, avoiding martial arts, what would they say? You can't right. just come up with these phrases, being yourself. You've got to... I mean, that character. literally defeats the whole Method point acting. Well, that's episode. why... Okay, no, yeah. Here's me quote, you ready? Sam's like, I can't be great if I'm being myself. I have to be a Muay Thai soldier. Soldier as well. Yeah, Muay Thai soldier. Soldier pointer. Stim me to him. Stim me Right. Muay Thai is like... This better be good. Right. No, no, this is actually mine. I've said this to loads of people. <laughs> All my mates and that. Um. <laughs> so it was the way for nah, me. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing it. Flexing. I was yeah, no, yeah. my dungarees like this. Yeah, yeah. Your legs? Why are your legs so far apart? Here we go. You ready? Nobody cares about your life as much as you. Yes. Wait, no. Yes. I like it, mum. This is new. I've no, literally talked about this. Nobody, nobody cares about your like, life. Yes. Yes. So no, it's a good saying, man. Like, and people are moaning and that. Like, oh, they never done. I just go, I said to him, go, lad, no one cares about your life as much as you. That's so true. And what do you mean? I went, you're on this moaning. No one gives you shit. And I mean that as a mate. Like, you got to realise people they're out for themselves, man. Yeah. yeah. Including this me. This is a superpower, though. You, this is you. what I find. We're all out for ourselves. People don't stay awake at night being like, oh my God, what that person said at a conference. They're thinking about what they it's said not, at the like, conference. Even right? like, oh, my PhD. Like, your supervisor's supervising you to get papers. It's not about, like, they're not doing that for the good of the heart. The more heart. they supervise, the more they're likely to get a professor. Yeah, and that's, yeah. I'm not trying to be like, they're, so they're awful. That's just, that's the game. But like, when you, you're moaning, people haven't come through for you. You know, that's not where, because of that, because of that. No one cares about your life as much as you. Uh-huh. It, only you. And my second one is dead sweet. When we die, comma, we die full stop. Ah. Oh. Wait, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> when we die, we die. So just live it. So live it. You, uh, when we die, we're gone. Don't, yeah. don't, don't, don't wait. Don't worry worrying about it, man. Don't wait for tomorrow to do something. Don't wait for tomorrow to tell someone you love them. Don't wait for tomorrow to, you know, be there for your mate. Don't wait for tomorrow to do that thing. When we die, we die. 
to just oh, be yourself. I'm waiting for you to burst into song now. So yeah. when we're done it. <laughs> Go on, sing us out. Yeah, sing us song. out. <laughs> I've got a song. No, no, no. Emily's like, no, that's my job. Yeah. <laughs> I sing us out. No, I I actually, you know, the first quote, I think of it in a different way. Like, it's your superpower to, power to think that no one actually gives a shit about you. And obviously your, your family do and that sort of stuff. But if you're walking along the street and you decide you want to like sing out loud and you're in the middle of this busy park, what I let's say 20 people look at you and think what a weirdo you that person's just sung randomly in the middle of the park then they walk away do they think about that again probably not or they might go tell someone like oh some nutter was singing in a park yeah. and then that'll be it yeah. that'll be that I but like hate a similar whistles. a similar <laughs> what I hate whistles <laughs> whistles people who whistle man I whistle all the time it's very cheerful <laughs> I tell you what though, on that point, like, so when I went Coldplay on Wednesday, yeah. it was like the first time I've ever gone to a gig and just not been blotto because I normally yeah. go and get my socks oh, I never drink at, uh, at gigs and festivals. So You never drink? At yeah. gigs and festivals, no. Because I always regret that I'm being so, I'm so drunk that I don't even remember the oh, band. I, I never remember Fezzies, but anyway, <laughs> so this is the first time I did it and I was sat there for like the first few songs just kind of being myself. And I was like, because normally when you body, you just go for it. And I just said to myself, I went, I'm never going to see any single person and yeah. sat around here again. Why am I being all Why, why am I being all uptight yeah. and being like weird? <sighs> like, yeah. come on. Yeah, if this was a normal gig now, I'd have both hands in the air I've been singing yellow and that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I just, cry, I just <laughs> cry at gigs, man. I am so, a bit Yeah, I have a weird now. emotional yeah. like rollercoaster at gigs. It's really weird. But yeah, I literally take that on board. Like, no one's going to care if I'm just like losing my shit, dancing. I mean, that's what I was doing at Love Saves. Me and Vin were just like going for it. And we probably looked like the most fucked, I was saying the most fucked up, the most like, but we were actually sober and everyone else was sort of chilling. And maybe some people are like, what the fuck are they doing? Or other people are like, they look like they're having fun. Either way, they're not going to remember. They're going to remember their day yeah. and we're going to remember our day. Or- even if they do remember, you become a funny anecdote in someone's life. Yeah. But it's still not like you're the, you're just the person in the story. It's not. Oh, Emily, we this, saw this Emily, yeah. and she lives here, yeah. and this She's is a phone actually number. A terrible person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless you're unfortunate enough to like be recorded and go viral, and then it's like, well, oh, yeah, all yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think that's like that's how I see it. So it's like your going, superpower. You can just be unapologetically. Are yourself. we going with that quote then? Is that yeah. our quote? Do you, of the me, do you want me to say my quote? Go on then. It's not mine. (laughs) It's it's Ralph Waldo Immersion. I've probably butchered that name. I don't know. Dyslexia hit me. That's his name now. That's his name now. To be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. So, yeah, we can... Should we have a That vote? was just a longer way of saying what I said. <laughs> I thought, when you said uh, the quote, I thought the quote was dyslexia hit me. <laughs> that should be so the that's word. the quote, dyslexia hit me. We need stupid genes. Wait, we need to... you pause after your dyslexia hit me? <laughs> I was like, profound. She was, she was waiting for a laugh. Thought-provoking. Uh. <laughs> um... Where can we go? Where can we find you guys? We need to go do ahead, all that jazz, don't we? Yeah, I, I always do the social stuff. Sam just sits there and he goes, "How yeah. do you know how to do this?" And I'm just like, I spend an ungodly amount of time on like <laughs> what, listening to podcasts and YouTube videos and stuff. Um, empty space in between is is the podcast. That's pretty much the same. So it's either empty space in between or 
ESI underscore podcast. Perfect. So ESI underscore podcast is TikTok and Twitter and space in between everywhere else. And where can they listen to you? Spotify? Spot, just all yeah, of spot, to be fair, we need to get on it and put it in other places, don't we? We've been saying we need to do it for ages, but we try to be YouTube. original. We just go Spotify, YouTube. But yeah. we need to put it everywhere. Be like a secret. On, <laughs> are you on Twitter? Yes. So Twitter, follow them on Twitter and Instagram, and then yeah. and then you can find them anywhere. Yeah, so actually not anywhere because they're very not they're not on the mainstream stuff. No, right? we need to. Yes, we're not on the main. We're on the biggest Only mainstream YouTube platform. And, uh, Spotify. Yeah. So if you if you if you like your, your visual podcast, we're on YouTube. If you like audio only, Spotify, and we'll be everywhere soon when we get round to it. We're just lazy. Yeah, I we're can't recommend you guys enough. Like you are hilarious. Oh, so appreciate really, it. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. Much. Do you want to repeat which one do we want to repeat the quote? I quite like Sam's first one. Go on, Sam. Quote us out. Right, ladies and gentlemen, nobody cares about your life as much as you. Deep. We've been stupid this genius. Is stupid genius. Bye. 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 Love you. Love you. Love you. Ta-da. Yes, you're ready.